Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you, along with John Wood, our special guest for the next couple hours. Uh, John Wood is a partner in the Green Klein Trial Group, sits on the advisory board of the not-for-profit organizations dedicated to consumer protection and sustainable business. John earned his Juris Doctorate from New York University School of Law. He is an author. The book we're going to talk about tonight that he wrote with uh, Nada Sanders is called The Hue Machine. And it's a very interesting book on artificial intelligence. His scholarship on uh, human nature and risk management have appeared in influential law review journals, including NYU's Journal of Law and Liberty and the NYU Environmental Law Journal. He has provided continuing legal education on Internet law, artificial intelligence to audiences, including the New York State Bar Association and Attorney General Alliance. So welcome, John, to the program. Looking forward to chatting with you tonight. Thank you so much, George. It's mutual. Great to be here. Uh, the the Hue Machine, am I pronouncing that right? That's correct. Strange thing about artificial intelligence. How did you as a lawyer end up getting involved in writing about AI? Well, lawyers are professional risk managers in a sense, and I've always been philosophically interested in things like philosophy of mind. Uh, my mentor as a philosophy undergrad was a, uh, was a philosophy of mind professor. Uh, and so I, I just care about risk. I care about the risks that affect humanity. That's the kind of thing that keeps me up at night. So, uh, and this is the biggest uh, challenge facing humanity right now is coming to grips with the artificial intelligence uh, problem and the opportunity associated with it. And when we talk about artificial intelligence, John, AI, what do we mean? What are we talking about? Oh, well, it's kind of a placeholder term that refers to, in my mind, a constellation of different technologies that include uh, computation, which has been around for quite a while, but also machine learning techniques and deep learning, uh, neural networks, um, you know, things like machine vision, uh, any, kind of, uh, any kind of computer program that does computational tasks. Um, we're also referring to intelligent robots. Uh, so there's sort of the mental side of things where the the machines are behaving like a human mind, and then there's the physical side of things where the robots are doing things that physical bodies used to do. Uh, and we're referring to sort of all of those things. And I'll try and be careful and delineate when I give specific examples. Okay. Well, AI used to be really based on science fiction. I mean, I remember movies based on it. It was kind of fun and neat. It's kind of evolved, hasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, you know, it emerged as a serious field of study in about the 1950s, and they predicted that we'll have general artificial intelligence in about 20 years, and that timeline has kind of receded uh, day per day. Every year since then, it's still about 20 years off, it seems. Uh, but in, in the fiction and in movies, we have a lot of very famous examples of AI, but what's happened is that it's not fiction anymore. A lot of publicly traded companies, a lot of technology startups are rolling out robotic process automation, facial recognition technology, big data-driven machine learning algorithms, and a ton of new AI-based technology. It's in our inboxes. It's on social media. Our GPSs are using it. So artificial intelligence has really permeated our lives uh, over the last 10 years. It's really taken hold. Can we say that artificial intelligence is good for, for humanity and maybe bad for humanity? You know, it's a very controversial 
topic. There is a very serious debate happening within the philosophical ethical communities and technology ethics and technology policy communities uh, about the moral valence of these technologies. Uh, I think there's um, some uh, are by and large just bad. There's a, a sort of universal consensus that facial recognition technology is dangerous, for example, uh, and that it is prone to abuse and, a, and an invasion of privacy. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it kind of all depends on who's using it and to what end. Uh, you know, it's, it's a complicated question. I mean, I have been uh, an opponent to driverless vehicles and driverless trucks. Uh, I don't think they're safe, and I, I don't want to see truck drivers put out of work, John. Is that an example of AI? It must be. Yes, that's a, that's a great example of AI in our lives, and, and basically teaching a program to behave like a professional driver, how to recognize the patterns and symbol of traffic uh, and traffic signs, uh, and how to navigate safely. You know, it's interesting. Um, I think a lot of people are skeptical. I, no one wants to see uh, a traditional profession put out to work. We call that bot sourcing, which is when instead of outsourcing to other people somewhere else, you're outsourcing to a robot or to a program now. Uh, and, and I think that uh, we will probably see uh, relatively soon driverless cars uh, that, that perform is safe or safer than human drivers, but I think we're still going to be skeptical of adopting it in a widespread manner. In 1968, Space Odyssey 2001 came out, and mm -hmm. you know we all remember Hal, the uh, computer, doing its thing. Where are <laughs> we? When we doors. <laughs> where are we now compared to that Hal computer? You know, I think that. We don't have anything like that now, uh, that sort of generally intelligent uh, control center of a spacecraft or something that would be in charge of, say, a corporation that's sort of an extended consciousness that runs the whole thing. We don't have anything like that. Uh, the AI that we have today is much more narrow. Uh, it can do uh, sort of extraordinary computational tasks with an extremely narrow confine, so it can only really do what it's been programmed to do. Uh, so the the HAL from 2001 Space Odyssey is still science fiction. Uh, we're not dealing with that kind of intelligence. But I think that we should have a serious discussion about uh, what if we were to actually create a general intelligence, and it could become powerful, and it could do things like what HAL did and, and kill its uh, human users. But it's close. It feels like we're getting very, very close to that time period. It does, and, and to hear the hype out of Silicon Valley, that is their goal. Uh, that is nothing short of creating general artificial intelligence. There's a brand-new technology called deepfake. Kind of explain what that is for us, John. So deepfakes is a form of synthetic media, and this is a type of machine learning program. It actually uses general adversarial networks, to use a technical term. But basically, if I had enough video footage of you talking, uh, an audio feed of you talking, I could feed that into this program and then program in whatever, type in whatever I want you to say, and it could spit out what looks like George talking and saying all the things I programmed in, and it would be so close to lifelike that your audience would have a very hard time telling the fake apart from the real authentic you. And that's why we mean it's a deep fake. It takes very serious forensic analysis to debunk a deep fake, uh, and these are potentially uh, uh, disastrous oh my for God. civil society. They're dangerous. I mean, could you imagine 
what you could do in a political campaign with something like that? Absolutely. They can be weaponized. Um, and, you know, you just need... Uh, they can actually play out in two different ways. On one hand, I could create a deep... So a, a, a bad actor could create a deep fake of their opponent or of a candidate that's got policy views that hurt them and financially or something and release this deep fake to bring them down. Uh, on the other hand, and a candidate could actually get caught in the act doing something bad on camera and then say, that wasn't me, that was just a deep fake, don't believe your eyes. And that's what uh, scholars call the liar's dividend. That's interesting. Uh, just the existence of deep fakes out there in the, in the ether means that you can no longer believe what you're seeing. It's, it's something you have to fact check now, everything you see. Basically, they would do a reversal. They'd take what the, the real truth was and then just deny. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, and say that was a deep fake, and it's hard to debunk it. I mean, what are you going to do, issue a press release? <laughs> That's crazy. What happens one day if somebody takes over some kind of cable or television network and loads it up with all this deep fake stuff? Well, you know, it could certainly happen. And, you know, at the same time, like I said at the top, it really just depends on how these technologies are used. So you could imagine a president, um, you know, using deepfakes as a public service announcement and saying, look, I might not be available to issue this statement, but we can use enough video footage of me to program in me giving these series of statements so I can travel the country doing my executive duties and I can make announcements at the same time. So there's ways to use deepfakes in, in a good way for educational purposes, but obviously they can be used for deception, for corporate sabotage, for political influence. Um, so, you know, there's a number of different state laws that are cropping up and even some federal legislation that's cropping up. But in my analysis, they're all uh, lacking. They have serious loopholes in them. John, is there money behind AI right now? Absolutely. Uh, there, you can hear it on the shareholder calls from big corporations, and you can see it in the massive valuations that tech companies are getting. Uh, there's uh, pretty much the next 10,000 startups. You could say, just take some technology that exists now, add AI to it, like Eeyore's tail, and boom, you've got a new product. Uh, you know, I, I think that's sort of low-hanging fruit innovation uh, with AI, and, and I'm calling for uh, much deeper and more meaningful applications of AI, which we can talk about. Uh, but yeah, there's plenty of money in this space right now. Well, with John Wood, we're talking about the Hue Machine, which is a uh, really a wordage for human machine, and uh, he wrote it with Nada Sanders, who's a professor in Boston as well. Is is Nada scared with AI as well? <laughs> Yeah, I think candidly, uh, you know, she uh, sent me an article the other day about a, a company that's essentially destroying human privacy by scrubbing the Internet and pulling everyone's faces and social media profiles and sort of linking them all together. And this is a, a technology that uh, law enforcement has just bought on the open market. Now they can, you can basically take a picture of someone's face and look up all sorts of information about them. You know, a nightmare for stalking victims and, a, you know, a, a dream come true for stalkers. Uh, and so, yeah, she is concerned about the applications of those technologies. But as a business professor, uh, she has a strategic vision for how corporate leaders can utilize AI to get the most out of their human resources. I was going to say, if you were a CEO, would you be tapping into AI as much as you could right now? I would, but then again, I have, you know, I'm, I'm brave. <laughs> some, some CEOs want to take a more cautious approach where they're sort of on the sidelines watching and seeing what competitors do. Uh, there's a fair amount of uh, companies that are experimenting with AI, just sort of doing little pilot programs. Uh, and then the minority of, of companies are, are actually 
diving in and using it to transform their organization, their business strategy, and even their mission. Uh, and, and so, you know, there's a sort of bell cur- bell-shaped curve, so where the companies fall in terms of how deeply are they integrating AI. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.